careers in higher education are leading to the masculinization of women with enormously dangerous consequences to the home, the children, and our country. When our boys come home from war, what kind of girls will they be coming home to? And now, the most disgusting example of this sexual confusion, Mr. Walter Harvey of Harvey Bars is presenting us with women's baseball. Right here in Chicago, young girls plucked from their families are gathered at Harvey Field to see which one of them can be the most. Women's baseball right here in Wisconsin, 1943, in Kenosha and Racine on this day in history. I love the fact that you're weaving that in. That's all the, well. That's, that's one of the things we're going to do on the show. I'm yeah. really this is actually. I'm going to I'm going to try to partner with Wisconsin Historical Society. That's cool. And do on this day in Wisconsin history and do fun segments. So we do the present day stories from across the state, but we also go a little bit back in time. So the actual day is the. What what are we celebrating? Well, well, so the actual day, there's I kind of buried the lead with, the, with that one, but our guest is going to give us the actual information. But today, according to Wisconsin Historical Society on their website on this day in Wisconsin history, uh, today was the day that the All American Girls Baseball League was formed, and there was franchises in Kenosha and Racine. And so I'm so excited to welcome our guests uh, here to talk about the le- the legacy of the league is John Nondorf, who is uh, from Wisconsin Histor- Historical Society Press, and Tracy Sunday, whose grandmother, Joyce Hill Westerman, played in the league from 1945 to 1952. Welcome to the show, Tracy and John. Thank you. Excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. So, John, I w- now that I actually teased it, you informed me when we were corresponding about you coming on the show that the website's actually wrong. And so while we thought it was today, it was actually on the 18th. The 18th, yep. And it was just a document that was filed with the Illinois Secretary of State that incorporated the league officially and kind of made everything legal, everything that happened afterwards, all the contracts they signed and things. So it was February 18th, 1943. So we need to put a request in to get the uh, the website fixed. But you said that you think it was... I've already done that. You already did that. So, but... For people who maybe didn't see a league of their own, obviously I saw it as a child. I then went on to play Little League, but that's a story for maybe later in the show. But for people who maybe didn't see the movie, haven't seen the new TV show that's on Amazon Prime on the same historical event, can you just summarize what the American Girls Baseball League was and what Wisconsin's connection to it was? Sure. Um, well, I hate to start talking about women's baseball by talking about men's baseball, but that's <laughs> kind of where the genesis comes from is 1941, you know, you had Joe DiMaggio had a 56 game hitting streak and Ted Williams hit 406 and everybody was really excited about baseball again after world war one and the depression and was starting to pick up steam. And then, you know, Pearl Harbor was bombed and the U S entered the war. So all these guys, Joe DiMaggio, Ted Williams, Bob Feller, they all went off to war lots of lesser known people went off to war. So you know, major league teams were depleted. Minor league teams were depleted. Um, so Phil Wrigley, the Cubs owner, just envisioned a women's baseball league, softball league, to start out with, actually, uh, professional women's league to sort of keep interest in baseball going while the war was going on. Tracy, how much did and, your grandmother uh, talk about her experience? You know, when we were younger, she didn't talk about it a lot. And then when the movie came out, I think it just kind of rejuvenated a lot of the stories. And so 
Um, lucky enough, um, we, you know, for, for the past uh, 35 years, got to hear many of the stories that she would share with us um, from her, the time that she played between 1945 and 1952. So that, that seven years, um, you know, created a lot of great memories for her. Did the movie, like, recreate the experience? Did she say that it feel like that's how she remembered it? Yeah, you know, she said they did a, um, Penny Marshall and team did a really nice job um, capturing the essence of the league. Um, and a lot of the stories from the ladies were, were taken and recreated within the filming. Um, so she said she gave it about a nine, uh, 90, 95% accuracy. Wow. So, John, as a historian, would you also give the, the movie or the TV show, if you've seen that, uh, how does it rate, how accurate was it? Well, I actually just rewatched it a couple nights ago. Oh, I haven't nice. seen it for a long time even. But um I, I there were certainly discrepancies. It was fictionalized. Like the they focused on the, the Rockford Peaches for the, the movie and they were in the championship, but in fact the uh, nineteen forty three championship was the Racine Bells and Kenosha Comets. Mm-hmm. The the Bells did win that year. But yeah, it was against Kenosha Comets, not the Peaches. And they showed them playing overhand pitches. And in 1943, they pitched underhand. So there were there were some, you know, historical discrepancies. But I think the feel of it, I've heard, is was very accurate. And for why the, how the players' experiences were? And John, why did? Because obviously the league continued to go on even after the war was over. But what was the eventual, for lack of a better word, demise of the league? Well, a lot of it, I think, had to do with television, because by nineteen fifty, by nineteen fifty four, when the league ended, just millions and millions of people had TVs in their home, which just wasn't the case. You know, TV didn't really exist for people in the forties, and um, so they could watch Major League Baseball at home, Hopalong Cassidy, whatever. Um, so entertainment was easily found in the home, and I think the roles of women also changed. Post-war, you kind of had the, you know, the white picket fence and all that. So the Rosie the Riveter had kind of lost, lost its charm. Mm. So women's baseball wasn't really, it didn't have that appeal. Yeah, that makes sense. And so when we come back, I want to take a quick break. But when we come back, last year was the 80th anniversary and there was a reunion in Kenosha that Tracy you were one of the hosts for so when we come back I want to get to what that event was like how many of the original players came and also just talk about a little bit more of what the legacy of this league left on women's sports this is Spanning the State I am Kristen Bry we'll be right back Welcome back to Spanning the State. I am Kristen Bry, along with Steve Scafidi, and we are talking to John Nondorf, who is from Wisconsin Historical Society Press, and Tracy Sunday, granddaughter of one of the original athletes, baseball players in the All-American Girls Baseball League, which on February 18th, not February 20th, was founded 81 years ago. And so last year was the 80th anniversary, and it was finally... The reunion game was hosted in Kenosha. And Tracy, you were one of the hosts, correct? Yeah, I was. I was. We had a very special event here in Kenosha. And it was actually the first ever reunion to be held in Kenosha. Which is, you'd think with with so few teams originally, of the original teams that were there, that they would have been one of the first ones to have the reunion game. But how did you get involved? So I've been involved with um, the league and the reunions for many years through through my grandmother. And my grandma passed um, in 2020, 
And there was a couple of reunions um, that were supposed to be in the Chicago area that were put on um, hold um, due to COVID. And then there was a reunion in 2022 in South Bend. And at the end of that reunion, I got the tap on the shoulder and asked if I would be willing to host a reunion for 2023 in Kenosha. So I couldn't say no to the offer. I was excited to do it. And I think it's super important that we keep these reunions going and we keep um, the history of, of uh, the league and the memories of and stories of these ladies uh, going for the, the younger generation. Um, it's, it's critical that they have the opportunities that these trailblazing women did as well. Tracy, did you inherit any of your grandmother's baseball skills? <laughs> I did. I did. I just played through high school, um, but I also have three sisters that also played two of them there in college go. in my my mother was also an All-American. So. Wow. Wow. That's a pedigree. That is a legacy. Yeah, nice. absolutely. <laughs> so how many of the uh, uh, players made it to the reunion last year? So we had eight original players, which I was extremely happy about. No kidding. Um, we only had about 35 wow. um, players left, and of those, very few are able able to travel. So having eight of these miraculous women with us was very impressive. And I have to say, so I, I watched the video that Discover Wisconsin produced of the event and some of the interviews they have with these women, they are spitfires. I, they, they was <laughs> some of the quotes, the glasses, how proud they still are of how good they were at baseball is, was so fun to watch. So if you want to actually see the, the Discover Wisconsin video, text baseball to the WTMJ talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's to see the Discover Wisconsin produced video on, on the event. And so, cause it was also brought together high school and college players, correct? Yeah. So we actually um, were able to get the USA women's national team. And then the All-American Girls Baseball Team, uh, which is a league created by uh, one of the original players um, for young women to play during the summer months that are either in um, um, high school or softball, whether it be softball or baseball. So creating a, um, a more professional league. So they brought in a team and played an exhibition against the USA Women's National Team as they were preparing to go to Canada um, to participate in the tournament for the World Cup. So it was super fun having them there, and the skills, oh, oh my goodness, they just, they literally knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Pun intended. Well, Tracy <laughs> and John, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to bring more history of Wisconsin back to life. And so, again, if you want to see the video and learn a little bit more about what the 80th reunion looked like, text baseball to the WTMJ, talk and text line 855-616-1620. And I'll quickly just say I did play Little League with the boys when I was nine. Why does that not surprise me? I was not very good. <laughs> did that surprise you? Yes, because you're, you're athletic. I am athletic. I was, uh, but I did, I don't know, and I don't know what inspired me more, the movie a league of their own because I was that was around the age that the movie came out, or just being dragged by my parents to go watch my older brother play at the uh, West Madison Little League field. Maybe just and I eventually was like, yeah. I I think I could do this. I played one year. I was the only girl.